Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. So I'm excited today because we've got Josh Little with us. Michelle, I want you to introduce Josh to our listeners. Yes, Josh Little is the founder of four tech companies, Maestro, Bloomfire, Quizzer, and Volley, that have collectively been used by hundreds of millions of people. His work has been featured in TechCrunch, Mashable, Entrepreneur Inc., and Forbes. With two successful exits and a third pending, he's currently on a mission to save the working world from death by meetings with his fourth creation, Volley. So welcome, Josh. We're so glad you've joined us at the Remote Pathways table. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to talk about the future that is remote. Fantastic. Well, thank you. We know that you are busy. You are a serial entrepreneur like Serge of our Digital Dozen. So always appreciate a few minutes uh, with someone who is really changing how we are having conversations real time. So Josh, would love to hear a little quick backstory. Like what drew you to this whole landscape of remote work even before pandemic? Well, uh, having created for tech companies, it's always tempting to the, the idea of working remote and think of all of the efficiency that we could see. It's just always been hard to do. And um, we, my second company called Bloomfire is one of the premier knowledge management platforms out there. So I like to think that I've been thinking about this problem, how to get the right information to the right people at work um, for over a decade. Uh, and it was really the combination of new technologies allowing asynchronous video as well as the, the pandemic that forced us all to go remote that created the focus for me to realize, ah, this is what we need to do. We need to take this asynchronous video format, this method of communication where we can talk without having to schedule it and uh, bring this into the workplace. And that was the genesis of Volley shortly after the pandemic started. Fantastic. Well, I can only imagine that this last year has been a wild ride for you and your organization. And so important, right? As we've gone, you know, 3.5 billion people around the world have gone remote and are going to, many are going to remain remote, that we've learned how to communicate in so many different ways. So thanks, thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. And I'm excited too. I, I've been pondering the question that I get a lot is, hey, can I run something by you? real quick. So I'm interested to hear in our conversation how your Bali app uh, makes that possible and efficient in the remote world. So before we dance in those waters, though, we'd love to know what's important to you 
as a remote worker yourself? Well, I think just enabling all of the different modalities of remote work in the places that we find ourselves, whether it's going for a lunch walk or dropping the kids off or sitting at my desk or sitting in an office somewhere or working in someone else's office, I think the future of work is only more distributed, only more flexible. And we're going to find ourselves in more and more environments in which communication needs to adapt. The way that we communicate needs to adapt. So if I'm in if I'm in an office and it's an open work environment, I can't really talk to my phone. And I don't want everyone else to hear me listen to my phone, right? So I need to be able to read. And uh, I also need to be able to uh, talk when I need to talk. And so that, that's important to me is that the communication tool that I'm using can kind of flex to adapt to those environments. And we've just begun that work with Volley. The biggest um, gap there that we saw is what you said. I, I just need to pop into your office, or I, I need to, I need to run something by you. Well, in today's remote world, that means I need to schedule a Zoom call with you. Another Zoom. Oh, I'm, I'm back to back all day, and it's not that important, is it? Well, no, it's not. Maybe we can just slack it. Well, no, I have to explain this whole thing. I can't put it in. I don't want to write a long email. I guess we have to schedule a stupid meeting. And those are the options. The The need to talk as we've gone to remote has not changed. We still need to talk. Um, it's just we need to be able to talk in a way that's more flexible. Fantastic. So so take us into, you know, yeah. what you're what you've seen perhaps in this last year of how people are using Volley in different ways and in innovative ways to really get around, as you said, this time crunch that has been created if we choose to sit in the time crunch instead of being, you know, in charge of what our tools are. That's a great question. And I actually just got done with the survey of our most successful users to kind of hear what are the top two or three things that you think are slam dunk use cases of volley. And there, there's a handful that really stick out. So the the number one is being able to catch up or stay in touch with people you already talk to regularly. So any, think anyone you have a text conversation with or you're, you're talking with weekly or regularly, Volley is perfect because now you don't have to schedule that catch up or, or that call with the coach or, or whatever that is. So that can be someone inside of your company for things like one-on-ones or it can be outside of your company for like mentors or advisors or investors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of the number one use case because it's it's a two-player game. As long as the other player is willing to play ball to volley, then it works. The next one we're hearing are uh, team-wide sort of updates, things like stand-up um, that, that work. Now, that requires everyone to be there, um, which is a challenge in adopting a new communication tool. But when everyone is there, then there's all kinds of things that can flow. We can now forward... Uh, videos of volleys that of things that our customers said to us, or we can uh, create a, a different weekly what up conversations. Our uh, you know kind of updates or weekly all hands meetings or, or whatever those look like. Those can happen on volley, but stand up is kind of the use case that everyone is like, yep, that works um, as long as the whole team is there. And then once you start doing an asynchronous stand up, that uh, you know a stand up in which everyone participated but no one attended. It starts the mind starts to wander like, well, what else could we use this for? And that's where other things that we're hearing like brainstorming, uh, because why why 
do we have to be creative when the clock says we should? Why don't we just be creative and, and think when the inspiration hits us, which maybe while we're walking or on, on the weekend or the evening, it's not when we're sitting in front of our computer at 3.30 on Thursday. So those are some of the, the core use cases that really seem to work. And, and Volley works as you, you're kind of understanding both within your team, within your company, as well as outside of, of your company. There's just as many people using Volley to connect with people in their network as, as there are within their team. That's really exciting for a solopreneur or you know smaller organizations that look externally as much as look internally. So I love that. I love that. I'm going to pass over to I can volley over to Michelle for a moment. What do you about Michelle? Yeah, so many things are coming up right now in my heart. I'm thinking about just the expansion of of the remote conversation to different time zones. And time has always been an obstacle for people to come together and have a great conversation. Um, also for innovation, and I'm continually saying as a coach, let's continue the conversation. So today I went in those imagination waters and I said, well, if I was having a conversation with a client about a topic and wanting to move that forward, I could just simply say, let's continue the conversation on Bali in between our sessions. Um, And again, the ability to give feedback on projects in that e-learning space that we talked about, we all have background in that e-learning space, Uh, just the time saver to move projects forward or uh, anything. I can just really see high value. Um, and then I also want to hear from you. What do you love about remote work? Well, uh, I love that I was just able to make protein pancakes for myself in about 12 minutes and eat them here at home. And I didn't have to go out and spend money and take time. I could just continue to stay productive. And so that that's what I love is that the the work-life balance is uh, really tightly intertwined and coupled, which which I think is really only the future of work. While it will be more distributed and flexible, I think it will also be more naturally balanced and we won't have to fight the balance as much as we did when we hopped in our cars and commuted for 30 minutes and had to sit in a seat and be visible until at least five and you hop back in the car and do that thing, right? Absolutely. And that hopefully that will bring more authenticity to the surface, right? If we're not compartmentalizing right. our lives and we're we're living uh, just, you know, out loud, so to speak, everybody can see all areas of our lives. I'm really curious. I love your background. I love the fact that you've been a serial entrepreneur and have, you know, formed, founded, you know, grown different companies. Many of our listeners are also entrepreneurs in the digital space. And so just curious, you know, insights or you know, the thoughts that you have right now about what's possible in, in the space of entrepreneurship at this moment and what, what people need. It's a pretty broad question. So I'll just see how it connects with you right now. Well, it only connects through the lens that I'm looking through the world. Uh, you know, we really just invented a way to talk without having to schedule it. To You know, we've we've created a way to talk outside of space or time. And so historically, talking has been something you have to do when someone else is listening. I have to listen to you while you're saying your words and you have to listen to me. And we're going to listen to each other on 1x. But with technology, we can break up the turns in those conversations and allow you to take those when you need to. And we can even shrink down the your partner's turn because you while you can speak at 150 words per minute, you can comprehend speech sped up to about 400 words per minute, the average person. 
So it allows all of these superpowers and efficiencies if you just allow the allow technology to break the conversation up into turns. And then you can take turns whenever the need arises, the conversation dictates you have time. After you just wrote the last line in the manifesto, not just before you wrote that last line when someone interrupted you, right? So you can get into a state of flow and stay in a state of flow much better if conversation can flex and be flexible outside of of space or time, as well as I can take time to think. So uh, we know from educational research that anytime you can give a student three seconds, at least three seconds to think about what they're going to say, they're going to come up with a more... Found and succinct response. So we actually think asynchronous conversation, which is conversation where the turns are broken up, it actually has superpowers because I'm going to come back with a better response. If I, if I know that I don't have to respond within 200 milliseconds after you stop talking, which is something in a podcast. I know as you have guests, you're wondering right now, when is he going to stop talking? And what is my next question? So you're, you're kind of listening to what I'm saying, but you're also kind of thinking about what is that next question I should ask? And is he going to go to yet another topic before I ask my next question? Therefore, the question I had before doesn't even make sense in this context. So we know that we have this 200 millisecond gap in between turns in a synchronous conversation. And for that reason, we're not fully listening. We're not all in on what that other person is saying. And so with Volley, I can be all in on what our head of product is saying to me. And I can listen to that. I can even go back and skip back. And what did he say? What did he actually mean by that? What What did he look like when, okay, so he's not upset. Okay. Um, so I can get the full context and even rewind, have total recall, which have, have heretofore never happened in any live conversation. Uh, but then I can think about my response for 10 seconds, 10 minutes, whatever I need and come back with, with a response. So what I hope is that we've enabled a superpower, um, this new ability to communicate outside or to talk outside of place or time, which I think is huge for the world of entrepreneurship, especially with uh, someone with smaller teams, like a solopreneur who's working with a contractor and advisors and an investor and um, accountants. How do you pull all those people together in a place? They don't want to all sit in your Slack workspace with you. Um, It's really hard to communicate outside the bounds of a company. So that's what I'm hoping is we've blurred the lines, not only with the walls of your company, but also, you know, across time zones uh, and created a maybe more thoughtful, better form of communication. I so appreciate that. You know, four years ago, I, I embarked on writing effective virtual conversations out of my own experience of having worked globally for many years. And, you know, my life for the last three decades, not just three years, has been crossing time zones, whether I've been sitting where I am today or more often than not around the world. And I just see the potential for global teams, right? Global teams have have mastered this years ago. It's like, how do we keep things running when others are sleeping so that we do have a life and we have boundaries around, you know, work and life. And so this is just a a fantastic uh, accelerant. I love your term, the superpower of just activating that. And so, you know, as a coach, we always think of the superpower. So what's the kryptonite to all of this? Is there a kryptonite to async that you can see? There's a temporary kryptonite, which we're going to solve um, just just because video is hard to parse. So if you send me, if, if we go back and forth on Slack, I can kind of visually skim that 
um, really quickly and just see, is there anything here for me? If I have nine volleys that are all video, it's hard to parse. So we, we solved a problem, then created a problem, but that's easily solved with transcription, which we're going to be building shortly so that you can uh, view a conversation in whatever mode. You know, I talked about context or modalities before. You can view a conversation wherever you... If you're in the library, you're reading and typing. If you're walking the dog, you're listening and talking. And the communication tool of the future, uh, especially for the future of work, needs to enable those multiple modalities, which we, like I said, have just started to solve for, but not even close to completely getting there. So I also like the uh, concept of on-demand conversations. So how does this support that? So it's allowing coaches and their clients to more flexibly interact around moments of pain when they happen. And that's why it's magical for teams is because I can sync up or unblock my team in minutes. I, I send hundreds of volleys a week and listen to hundreds more that are from the team. And it's just like, hey, I was thinking this and I want to run this by you. Or, oh, you know what? I can't I can't call, you know, I can't make this call to the back end so that we need this to do this. Or our emails, unsubscribe needs to do this, you know, and and you know, we're able to just jump in within as a team in seconds. And so my co-founder, one of my co-founders said one day, I wrote it up on my board. I love the quote. He said, I did, I feel like I did two days worth of work yesterday and then went to bed feeling energized because that's what it's like when you're in the flow of work or in the flow of communication. You, you're constantly syncing up. You're constantly checking in. And I know I'm going to go to a place that you may think is blasphemous. But for that reason, we're even doubting that we need to have stand-up each day. Stand-up? What is that? Like, I already know what you're doing today. I already know what you did yesterday because we were constantly in the flow of work. We didn't have to schedule a meeting. I heard that you were doing this. I saw in this conversation you were there. I checked in with you here. And... Therefore, stand-up, is that a thing? One-on-ones, are those a thing? What do we talk about in one-on-ones? We're already talking every day uh, about whatever is the most important in our lives or work. So what are we going to do if we schedule a one-on-one? So we as a team, we don't have one-on-ones. I don't know, is that bad? Are we going to get in trouble? Is there going to be a one-on-one police that comes by? We're just experimenting. Well, I, I always go to the global mobility, right? A lot of people say mobile is dead, but actually this is an enabler. You can work from anywhere. You can be in the sky doing a volley and listening in, you know, as long as you have a connection, obviously, because it's an app. Um, but I'm just thinking it, it com- you know, further untethers us from what we feel is the workplace, right? And this is my next writing is like, really reconnecting the workspace. So how do we help people be productive for whatever windows of time they have? You know, productivity is not a nine to five. It could be, I hear your co-founders, you know, statement, like maybe I go hard for three hours today and that's all we really need to do because I've touched all those people, even though it's not the traditional conversation. So I think it's, again, it's, it's part of this paradigm shift of how are we working? What is productivity? How do we get results in a team, an organization, or an industry? So I, I, uh, I'm so glad that you've come to join us today, Josh, for this conversation, because I think it will provoke some, but I think for others, it's just a next iteration of what is needed to keep moving and, as you've used the term a few times, flowing um, in the world today. 
Exactly. And it's it's teams that are global, stretch across multiple time zones that seem to get volley quickest. It's because, and I think it's because they feel the pain the most. Like uh, talking to one uh, one CEO who's using our product, he has multiple companies, e commerce companies. He has factories in China. And every day he had he have to wake up at three or four a.m. so that he could get you know at the end of the work day and and talk to his plant owner or whoever it was. That was just an everyday routine. But now he doesn't. He they volley him. He volleys back when he gets up at a normal time, um, and it it just works. Yeah, it works, and I think it empowers people too to do their best work. Right? We've really seen a tremendous shift in what leadership means, right? And this is where I think coaching really does have tremendous value because when you have that type of conversation, it's it's not about, you know, I have to see you as a leader. It's like, I want to hear from you now. It's a very different, uh, you know, yeah. power differential as well. Where can people find you and learn more? For sure. You can go to volleyapp.com and uh, find me on Volley. Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. And that's what we want in today's world. So Michelle, I've seen your eyes growing wide as we've we've gone through this conversation. What are you taking from today's uh, today's conversation? Ah, even more curiosity. Now I just want to go test it out. Now I've got to go download the Volley app and see what it's all about. Because you know, Dan, you're in Canada. I'm over here in the United States, and we're talking to Josh. You know, in a different time zone. So I'm just curious how it works. It's all just really exciting. So thank you so much for taking your time, your valuable time, to come. Share your voice at our table today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So listeners, let us know. Uh, Definitely check out the resources from today's uh, episode. And we'll look forward to connecting with you soon here at the Remote Pathways Podcast. Be well. Be well.